0: Well, that's what you get in today's uh, program about 90 minutes uh, before Stu says a complete, you know, a complete sentence. Uh, You don't want to miss it. It is it's very important uh, for the republic. And you'll laugh, you'll cry. It'll become a part of you. All brought to you by Relief Factor. Hey, you in pain? Stop being in pain. Just think your way out of it. My father used to believe in that. He used to, I'd always say, "Hey, Dad, how you feeling? I'm I'm getting better every day." That meant, "Ow." Um, it really took away his pain, but he said he was happier by saying that. I'd like to get rid of the pain, and um, you know, if when we're all on universal basic income, you know, I'll take a morphine bag, you know, just a drip everywhere i go fine whatever but you can't function that way when you're in pain you can, you don't live a good life at all so you got pain or space no thanks to either of them may i suggest relief factor try it yeah i'm out of pain now and it's a complete natural thing you don't feel it in your system at all it reduces inflammation and attacks it in four different directions where ibuprofen only hits it in one ReliefFactor.com. Try the trial pack for three weeks. Take as directed. See if it doesn't work for you. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com or 800 the number four relief. Feel the difference.
1: You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program.
0: This little Simple microphone that sits in front of me and has sat in front of me almost every day since I was 13, 14 years old has been my best friend in ways because you are, you don't understand how important you are in my life. I feel like I know you. And I, when I meet people, they say, it's like you're my best friend. It's like an old friend that we've been together for years. And you have me at a disadvantage because you know everything about my life. If you're a longtime listener, you know the names of my children. You remember when I adopted my son. You know my dog's name. And I know nothing about you, it seems, But that's not true. I know you because I know, I know your values. We're like-minded. And honestly, we are just searching for those things that are true, those things that bring happiness Those things that bring meaning. I've lived a life of no meaning. I lived a life where I was worshiping the gods of America. Fortune. Fame. And it was meaningless and empty. And I drank my way through it. My mother, when she died, I was 15 years old. She committed suicide. She was an alcoholic. She was addicted to prescription drugs in a time when nobody ever talked about that. And I hit a place in my life where I was about to do the same thing. And luckily, I was, quite honestly, too much of a coward to do it. Thank God for cowardice, at least in that example. I didn't know how to live. I didn't. I just knew that death was in front of me. If I continued down this road, it would mean death. I would either drink myself to death, drug myself to death, or I'd kill myself because there was just nothing in my future. And I couldn't find happiness. It seemed as though all truth was nothing more than a lie. It's amazing how insidious darkness is. It's amazing how it can play on you. amazing how distracted you can become. I just looked up at my monitors here in my studio. And I see the headlines, Trump facing 30 counts related to business fraud. And they're speaking about it on CNN. Trump indictment stuns nations, says Fox News. Donald Trump indicted, says MSNBC. And Senator Warren is on CNBC. We need to hold those failed bank CEOs accountable. Do you remember the movie, The Ten Commandments? Do you remember they were free? People were free. God freed them. And then the minute they were at the uh, the Red Sea, you remember Edward G. Robinson, and he he's like, "Yeah, see, I told you this was bad. See, where's your Moses now?" And he immediately stands up and says, "See, this guy led you to death." And. Moses, I can't, I mean, I can't even begin to understand. I mean, Charlton Heston said, behold, the hand of God. That's not really what happened. He didn't stand there on that cliff. He he went down to the water, had to walk in, into the water first. back was up against the wall he had to take the step and stand in the water and while the people were condemning him god moved because of his faith and then as soon as as soon as they get across the water you know he goes up to the mountain And he gets the Ten Commandments. I mean, you know, it took, what, 40 days? And they were like, oh, we've got to have orgies and we have to build a golden calf. Good. God. Never G. Robinson, I'll be your leader. Say They worshiped the things their hands had made. How many of us are worshiping the things our hands have made? How many of us are looking at our phone all the time? Technology has now become our God. Money has become our God. I'm here in Dallas in Soundproof Studios, and I just heard the thunder outside. How appropriate. Today is a turning point. Today, this microphone in front of me, a device that I've had in front of me for almost 50 years is unforgiving. There's a lot inside of me today. And I am no different than you. I've had enough. I've had enough. You know, I I don't know about you, but I... I mean, I see, I've been watching this this slow-motion car wreck, this train headed towards us for 20 years. We've been crossing the Atlantic in very slow motion, and the engines were on full speed, and the captain at night is like, keep those engines going, let's make record time. We can do it. And when the ship was in port, it was on fire. There was a coal fire down at the furnaces. And it wasn't in the furnace. It was the coal pile that was on fire. Well, it burned it up fast. We can make it. This ship is unsakeable. And I've had 20 years to count the lifeboats. I have 20 years telling people, hey, maybe you shouldn't be playing shuffleboard right now. There's trouble. Anybody want to send a Western Union telegraph, maybe early, when all the other ships have their telegraphs on? We are are at... The iceberg, and the reason why this is happening to Donald Trump is because they need you, they need you to riot, to burn, to shoot, to target, they need that. Because everything is about to collapse and it can't be blamed on them because they're the ones who are going to say to the rest of the world, see, this is what happens. This is what happens when you let free people be free. That's why we've got to put a lid on it. Instead of the rest of the world looking at the elites, all those with answers, and say, look what you have done. You have collapsed our economy. You and your expert advice have devalued the dollar. You and your experts have taken the greatest nation to ever bless the earth and flush it down the toilet. We are no longer a superpower. and they need you for cover. Pray for your country like you've never prayed before. Pray that every single American that sits behind one of these today understands the gravity of their words. Lord, may you humble all of us in these days. I'd prefer, you know, kind of a gentle reminder, but if it takes, behold the hand of God, we will take that as well but humble us, Lord. May we turn back to you. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck Program. You know, what's amazing to me is um, the the reaction from Democrats, not the left, and I don't know if we can, uh, you know, I said this last night on uh, Tucker Carlson, probably said too much last night on tucker carlson but i said last night on tucker carlson um you know let's where are the good democrats oh my gosh everybody's like there are no good democrats i there might not be i i don't know anymore i don't know because they're not really standing up um i know there's this there's there there are those classical liberals the ones that were democrats that actually believed the ACLU was standing up for rights that they stood for the bill of rights those people do exist and i hope that they are outspoken about this today M- most people you have to feel bad for them if they're just getting their news from i don't know maria menunez or whatever her name is at the movie theater um you, you got to feel bad for them they they're not understanding what this is they're being told that a felony well if we understand the charge here it was something that hillary clinton did exactly the same thing except it was to overthrow the presidency of the united states okay hers was the fusion gps she she paid for all of the uh, the Russia gate file all right she paid for it and then she said mm, it was a legal legal uh, legal expense so they fined her for it okay I personally think she should have gone to jail. anybody who was trying to overthrow the presidency with things they knew were lies I think they should have gone to jail. I'm not against presidents going to jail. I was for Nixon going to jail and I was about four. But I thought, guy should go to jail. If he did something wrong, he should go to jail. Same thing here. If Donald Trump had done something, okay, put him in jail. But he hasn't. He hasn't. You know and I know, Hillary Clinton, come on. Come on. Do you really think the Clinton Foundation gets all of that money from people? Because of the good they do really nobody's even looking into it nobody ever did if my charity did did one thing one day one little thing prison Hillary Clinton hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars huh and it seems all connected to paying for access—that's what it seems like. But no, I—I'm I, probably wrong on that one. This guy is uh, pays somebody hush money. No, no, he settled with her. Here, I'll pay you this. Let's let's move on with our lives. That's legal. Uh, Bill Clinton did that. Did we arrest him? No. No, but he said it was a legal expense. Oh, you mean like Hillary Clinton did with the exactly the same. The FEC, they, the Federal Elections Commission, they passed on it. They said there's uh, nothing, there's no way to prove this, there's no crime here. Okay, they passed on it. The corrupt federal justice system passed on it. The federal attorney passed on it. There were people like, hey, you gotta take this. We can get top, up you gotta take this, take this case, we gotta get Three corrupt organizations all said, No, there's really nothing here. Are you kidding me? Then the statute of limitations runs out. But you still have people go, We gotta get Trump. we gotta get Trump. we gotta get something, we what can we get? What are we at? Then I'll tell you, I've got this nice million dollars here I would very much like to spend on somebody that could understand justice is letting killers go, uh, letting robberies go, not pressing charges over people who set fires, but... If Donald Trump does one thing, he shall be executed. Ow. So Soros pays this. Well, he's just giving to charity. That's all he's doing. For democracy. (laughs) That's a little too evil, didn't it? So he gives a million dollars to... uh, well, I don't want to call it a laundromat because it's, it's technically not laundering laundry, but uh, hey, there's some cotton in that dollar still. Sure, it needs to be washed from time to time. So I give it to a front, I mean, another charity, and then they give my million dollars, but definitely could not be my million dollars. Might be, but probably not. Probably somebody else's million dollars. And they happen to give it to this district attorney that I really, really like. I didn't want to give him a million dollars myself. No, I give it to charity. I say, you find people, you find people. Now, I like this guy a lot, but if you don't like him, don't give him a million dollars. So he didn't technically give him a million dollars, but that other charity, Gave him a million dollars. And that helped him get elected. Now, let me just quote a man who I very, very much respect. Famous man from movies. Uh, Now, someday I might come and ask you for a favor. And uh, you will uh, return uh, the favor at that time. I love that line. So... I technically did not say, hey, remember favor I did for you? Now, maybe you'll do favor for me. I might have said that to someone else, and if someone else said it to the DA, I cannot be held responsible. Why do you hate Jews so much? That's the game we're playing, game gang. G- gang. That is, that's the deal. Ah, I love corruption so much. It is fun, isn't it? I like to play. I like to play with uh, freedoms and, and countries and do these little experiments. And, uh, and, and uh, yes, uh, millions of people might be hurt or die, but uh, for me, it brings me great joy. Oh, okay, Mr. Soros. By the way, that's almost an exact quote from him. So uh, the district attorney uh, is who's definitely not on the take. He's the one who said, OK, wait a minute. The corrupt Justice Department, the corrupt FEC uh, and the, cor- the corrupt federal attorney all passed on this and they all are like, I gotta get Trump. I gotta get Trump. Uh, they're all foaming at the mouth to get Trump. And they said they were passing on this. You know what? I'm going to fulfill my campaign promise. I'm going to be remembered as the guy who fingerprinted Donald Trump. And meanwhile, uh, back into my dark cave where I'm currently holding Princess Leia. Back in my cave, I say to myself, Self, is this what you wanted, Donald Trump? To uh, go to jail because it is the righteous thing? No. I like to play with countries. I like to collapse economies. What I like is... uh, fomenting revolutions and uh, uh and so i don't care uh, donald trump but merely a pawn in my world i just want the people to experience real freedom through chaos <laughs> oh i should stop laughing i forgot that's what's happening gang uh And uh, by the way, uh, the uh, the same people who passed on uh, Donald Trump, um, the man uh, going only as Aaron, who joined the Kansas City chapter of the far right Proud Boys organization in twenty nineteen, had a uh, another relationship that went back a decade. uh, And uh, that relationship was uh, with his employer, the FBI. Um, As the uh, as the. The crazy Donald Trump supporters swarmed the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. Aaron sent a quick series of messages to an FBI agent. Barriers are down at the Capitol building. Uh, Crowd surged forward, about to reach the building now, he told his FBI handler. Uh, Proud Boys did not do it, nor inspire. Okay, so this testimony was now given. An FBI agent gave the testimony um, but not as the FBI you know not for the de- uh, not for the prosecution but for the defense four FBI sources were approached by the defense two others are on trial and it was the federal prosecutors who undermined the credibility of the FBI informant suggesting yes this guy works for uh, FBI but uh he's not credible wait wait what yeah uh your honor i'd just like to say this hostile witness wait a minute the witness it was working for you guys yeah buddy really i mean <laughs> he was probably involved in this wait you send a guy undercover and now you're saying that that guy was Part of the plan to overthrow things what 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 happened there well that's probably what happened these guys uh, the fbi is so corrupt the federal court system now is so corrupt the justice department so corrupt do do your neighbors and friends who are like yay donald trump sure getting his do they have any idea that their head eventually will be in the guillotine as well? Oh, yeah, I'm sure my head will be in the basket, but you'll be staring at my head as your head's in the guillotine, you dope. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. We have, uh, we have more on Donald Trump's uh, coming indictment. Uh, in just a second. But Stu, you know, you can talk all you want about Donald Trump and his horrible criminal activity. You mm. can talk about that all you want. Um, but the climate the climate crisis continues, okay? No matter what you try to distract people with, the climate crisis continues. And uh, thank goodness, Campax, which is like Tampax, but it's not uh it's a it's a it's a you know a, it, well, it's just a, a little community action group that makes change happen along with the coal action network the rainforest action network reclaim finance uh Recommon, reset the sierra club stand earth the sunrise project water keeper alliance public citizen Uh, market forces, oil change, Greenpeace, they all got together, okay?
1: They've all gotten together. Market Mm -hmm. forces, that's one of them? Yeah,
0: market forces.
1: Okay. What do you... Because that sounds like something completely different, maybe, that... Well, your money is a force for good. That's what it is, market forces. We're going to
0: force the market to do good, (laughs) or something like that. Okay. They just issued this, uh, and uh, this has not broken this... um, It's my understanding that either today or tomorrow this will start coming out but um, uh, it's not supposed to be seen yet is my understanding and it is coming to the CEOs of 30 major insurers. If you're a, if you're an insurer and you are insuring fossil fuels, why let me tell you, they're on to you. Dear CEO very personal the global climate crisis continues to escalate and many have already crossed irreversible tipping points well then let's party world leaders have committed to limiting climate change to 1.5 degrees Celsius. even half a degree beyond this would be significantly worse drought floods extreme heat poverty for hundreds hundreds of millions of people client scientists at the intergovernment panel on climate change have warned this Fossil fuels emissions are primary cause of climate change. Governments, businesses and other actors all need to urgently scale up their efforts to avert unimaginable climate breakdown. Insurers, you are society's risk managers and you have a special responsibility to act and the, and you have the power to drive change. Without insurance, new fossil fuel projects cannot go ahead and existing ones cannot operate okay so it goes on you know insurance companies are like hey i you know i i'm trying to work with the companies and they're saying don't you don't work with them okay it's the hottest time on record right now in recent years the insurance agencies uh and industry has taken a series of steps to accelerate the transition from fossil fuels to renewable energy sources albeit with notable exceptions. Since 2017, at least 41 insurers have adopted restrictions on underwriting coal, 22 on tar sands, and 13 on conventional gas and oil. But numerous loopholes in policies and standards allow insurers to continue underwriting the expansion of fossil fuel production. Several oil and gas policies restrict cover for exploration, but not the development of expanded production. Others restrict cover for upstream projects, but not midstream or downstream infrastructure, which, if built, will lock in expanded oil and gas production for decades to come. Many insurers will argue they're actively engaging, but it is not enough in line with the scientific consensus and appeals from the UN secretary general, not just the general, but the secretary general at the UN, the undersigned organizations, all those crap heaps that I read to you a minute. Uh, of the insure our future campaign call on you to take the following steps now these are their demands one immediately cease insuring all new expanded coal oil and gas projects that sounds good doesn't it oh, Still? Yeah. yeah get it, get it going mm-hmm. fire it up uh Two, immediately stop insuring any new customers from the fossil fuel sector, which are not aligned with the 1.5 degree Celsius pathway. Stop offering any insurance services which support the expansion of coal, oil, gas production at existing customers. Within two years, phase out all insurance services for existing fossil fuel company customers who are not aligned immediately divest this is demand number three immediately divest all assets including assets managed for third parties from coil from coal oil gas companies so you you got to get rid of everything you have unless you're part of esg which by the way i want you to know i just point out is a conspiracy theory. Mm. By July 2023, that's this coming July, define and adopt binding targets for reducing your insured emissions. Uh, Immediately establish and adopt as policy robust due diligence and verification mechanisms to ensure clients fully respect and observe all human rights, including the, except for China, including the requirement that they obtain and document the free prior and informed consent of impacted indigenous peoples as articulated in the UN declaration of rights of indigenous peoples immediately bring stewardship activities, membership of trade associations and public positions as shareholder and corporate citizens in line with a credible 1.5 degrees Celsius pathway in a transparent way. These policies should be applied by both insurance and reinsurance companies at the group level reinsurance companies should apply the policies to direct facilitate and treat businesses as always your response to this letter will serve as the basis of our annual scorecard report on insurance fossil fuels and the climate emergency our scoring partner reclaim finance We'll send a questionnaire with specific questions to your sustainability staff in the coming months. We ask you to respond to our letter using the questionnaire by July 15, 23. Companies should be rewarded for showing climate leadership. And those delaying the trans, uh, transition from fossil fuels must be exposed based on your response We will share the findings of our report with the media, insurance employees, prospective employees, shareholders, ESG raters, index providers, regulators, and other interested actors. 2023 is the year of reckoning. No more baby steps. No more excuses. No more greenwashing. We hope we can count you among the climate leaders at this critical moment.
1: Mm. I mean, that's incredible. So they're saying not only would like an insurance company be responsible for their own climate footprint, if they chose to insure a company that had a poor climate footprint, that would bounce back on them and hurt their business. And this is all coming not from government sources, but... Right. From private sources. So, I mean, I don't know how you'd even describe a system like this. Like It's like a a grand reboot. Something um, like that. A grand, something like a, a grand, grand
0: a great A great reboot. Uh, Re- uh, uh, great, uh, that'll be confusing, uh, though. Anytime you say boot in Canada, it gets confusing. You don't know. Right, so maybe a grand reset. The, the grand reset, grand reset, the
1: really, really, really big adjustment. Okay. You know, maybe something but that's a that conspiracy
0: catchy? theory, Stu, Oh, the yeah, ESG, yeah. where you can't do business with people and you'll be, uh, you'll be held responsible by the government and other companies. If you don't play ball with these terrorists, that's what that is. That's a terrorist threat. Those were mm-hmm. in their words, demands. Those are their demands, and we will expose you, which is not exposure. They're not exposing anybody. All those things are legal for them to do. All of the things they say you can't do are legal for that company to do, but we're going to expose you. In other words, we're going to turn the machinery of public-private partnerships against you and run you out of business. Well, that sounds like democracy to me.
1: Mm. And you said this a hundred times, Glenn. But to reiterate it once once more, it's not just about the E. The E is really, really visible here, right? Like it's it's the easiest one to look at. This is a straight about climate action and all of this. But you you go down that list and you start understanding that this is also about guns. It's also about trans issues. It's also, I mean.
0: It's As you pointed it.
1: out, yeah, every single aspect of the what you think of the far left AOC progressive agenda mm-hmm. is being targeted through the same uh, yep. attack plan. And it's you know, it's working on a lot of these companies. So I have good news from Florida. The bill that we've been
0: working for and hoping for on ESG, a bill that actually takes on the banks, protects individuals while dealing with pensions and government contracts. Has passed the Florida House. The sponsor of the bill was uh, in Dallas last year at our ESG conference that we had here at the American Journey Experience. It is already passed through multiple committees in the Senate. It is being heard by its last committee, according to the schedule online. Should have started just about half an hour ago. If it passes, it will be the first time a truly effective E S N G becomes law anywhere in america the bills have been killed by lobbyists and establishment republicans and our friends at other think tanks heritage foundation um uh, we're going to have a conversation heritage foundation on the air next week because uh well we'll have it next week uh this is the first one and it should be spread everywhere in america